Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. We're diving in to the grace of God. What was that? What was that Stephen Curtis Chapman song? Diving in. See, that that just goes to show how spiritual you are compared to me. Because the, the first thing I thought of was the Electric Light Orchestra. No. I'm taking a dive, dive, dive. Well, we're diving in. I'm going deep. I'm. Oh yeah. I remember. Yeah, Stephen Curtis. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. Enough of your spiritual stuff. I'm going back to ELO, and I'm gonna say. A couple of years ago, when Gross. we went down to visit my daughter in Texas, we uh, she got tickets for us to an ELO concert, Jeff Lynn, and that was that was one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Wow, man! I don't think you rank very high with God then, if you're going to those <laughs> I know. That secular I know. I'm stuff. I'm so thankful for grace. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll forgive you eventually for that one, I suppose, yeah. because of his grace. Right. It's just, you know, that's really all that grace is. It's um, when we sin, God forgives us. And so then we can move on. <laughs> you know, Joel, last week when we talked about Paul's thorn in the flesh and we were talking about grace, it kind of sparked us to say, let's take this a little further. Not the thorn, but grace in, in, in general. You know, Jesus said, or I should say that the, the Bible says, that the the grace of God was upon Jesus. So kind of like what we mentioned um, last week is if, if we just think of grace as, as something for people who sin, um, then we've misunderstood the, the real benefits of, of grace and, and the fullness of, of understanding what, what grace really is for us in our lives today. Now, certainly there is forgiveness and, and uh, uh, grace has helped us overcome that, that sin problem, but there's more to it than that because Jesus, you know, we're told that Jesus never sinned, right? And yet the grace of God was upon him. And so we see that grace was upon him to be used for other reasons other than just, um, you know, uh, letting him off of sin's hook because <laughs> <laughs> Jesus didn't need that. I, I would even probably go back so far as to say uh, Adam, um, w- when he was created, was instantly living in grace before the fall. Yeah, that's I have thought about this a lot over the years, and you know, grace indeed is so much more. It's so much more than just this uh, idea that um, we're we're covered when we sin. Um, I started this. Uh, I wrote this article several years ago um, for a, it was for a church publication. I ended up posting it on my blog too. Maybe I'll I'll link to that. Um, but I started with, um, can you believe it? I actually used to think God's grace was a part of the Christian life. I thought of it as one of those many topics in the Christian life, like obedience, good works, wisdom, devotion, ministry, forgiveness, holiness, giving, discipleship, and so on and so forth. Grace to me was a subject, a subject worth visiting now and then, especially when I'd messed up pretty bad. But now I no longer think of grace as a part of, of the Christian life, rather than one topic of many, I believe grace is the essence of the whole Christian life. So, and then the article went on from there, and and, and we'll we'll talk about some of this stuff in that 
Um, grace is so much more, so much more than just a, a you know God covering us when we sin. It's because in Christ. Our sins have been taken away, for one thing. So it's not like our sins are covered. It's They've been actually taken away. But like you were saying, the grace of God was upon Jesus. So why would Jesus need grace? If, Like you were saying, if it was only about sin. <laughs> you know, Jesus who never sinned, he needed grace. And that's because grace is the empowerment of God. It's so much more than about... Now, yeah, we have Romans 3.24, things like that, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Yes, that's good, and we're not going to put that on any low level at all. That's a big thing, that we've been justified. We have been justified by the grace of God. But what about when it comes to living our daily lives in Christ? It's, you know, indeed, grace is so much more than just being justified. I talked last week about how Paul, we, we were talking about Paul's words, you know, his thorn in the flesh, and, and Paul had said that it was by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored even more than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. You know, Paul was talking about how he labored more, who worked harder than the other apostles. But he said, it's not about me. I'm not boasting in myself. I'm boasting in the grace of God, because it was the, the grace of God was the power that enabled him to work hard for the sake of the gospel. So, you know, indeed, grace is so much more than just forgiveness. Oh, it sure is. And this is, this is really good, because, uh, you know, with... With this, now we can move on because we realize God's forgiveness and we realize who we are in him. Now, this is a, a growing process or, or coming to the knowledge of this truth is perhaps a, a lifelong journey um, and maybe it will be an eternal one to some degree. But, you know, when, when Paul said, you're not under law, you're under grace now, you're, you're, you're under this new thing that the uh, old covenant it was it was coming from a different direction for the Jewish people. It was more based on work works. You know, we were talking a few minutes ago. Maybe Adam started out, started out in grace, and then it became a works thing. Uh, even putting on fig leaves was a works thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a terrible transition that must have been. Uh, and, and so now here we've got grace, favor. Uh, sometimes when you're reading the Bible and you see the word grace, you might just try using the word favor and see how it fits because that's really what grace means. Um, you are favored. And, and so sometimes we, we want to go to God and say, oh, God, I need I need this, I need that, please forgive me, whatever. Uh, when, when God says, look, I've done everything necessary for you. My grace is sufficient for you. I have made you my righteousness. I've gifted this to you. I've made you holy. I, I, have, I have created you to, uh, to, to be godly. Um, you know, we're, we're a whole different, we're a new creation, uh, as, as, it's, as it's described in 2 Corinthians, a, a new creation recreated. We died with Christ. We've died to sin. And so now we can move on and, and begin living our life through that. Now, some people might just say, okay, I, I get it. You know, I'm, I'm clean. I'm accepted. I'm, I, I'm favored. 
I'm the righteousness of God. I've been gifted with all of this. Uh, I've inherited these things because I'm a child. Uh, but gee, why do I still have struggles? Why, why do I still sometimes do the wrong thing? Um, why, why, why can't I be better at what I do? Um, well, you know what? We're living in corruptible bodies in, in a world system that, that uh, uh, God doesn't necessarily have complete control over uh, w- with every little thing that happens. Uh, we're living on that in that in that fallen sphere, that fallen planet, uh, and 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 we'll be delivered from it. You know, we're only here for a little while, uh, but the reality is that you are favored. That grace has come upon you because God did everything necessary for us to bring us back to this place where he had originally intended. And I know you can get into all kinds of different theological uh, mindsets and discussions on did, did God know before he created Adam that all this was going to happen? Um, and I, I don't want to get off on, on some of those rabbit trails because it's all, again, much of it is just so there's so much speculation there. And I would rather stay more focused on the things that we know, and much of that has to do with the grace that is is upon us and, and abides in us. Yeah. When we live with a mindset that we're merely forgiven, or that, or in some people's minds that we can be forgiven, you know, obviously we here believe that we've been forgiven of all sins already, and they've been taken away. But if, if it's all, if it's just simply that, then we're left with kind of an anemic gospel. It's not really a full gospel, um, but the, the gospel is, is a very powerful thing. It's the power of God to salvation, and you know, salvation is so much more than just waiting around for heaven someday. It's really the power and the life of God in you right here and right now, and that's what grace is. You know, we talk about, well, again, you know, Paul had talked about the grace and causing, you know, and how it helped him and how the grace of God was enable, enabling him to work very, very hard for the sake of the gospel. He said in Second Corinthians, For our boasting is this, the testimony of our conscience is that we conducted ourselves in the world in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God and more abundantly toward you. So it's, it was the grace of God, that power of God, that, that favor of God working in him, uh, that enabled him to, to be like that. And then, you know, people wonder about how they're gifted within the body of Christ. And there's, I think there are so many ways, you know, it's a, it's a big worldwide body, the body of Christ. And Paul says in Romans 12, 6, that we have different gifts according to the grace that is given to us. So uh, according to the grace that is given to us, let us use these these different gifts. And he says, if it's this, then let us let's do it in proportion to our to our faith. And if it's that, then but but the point is that it's all about the grace of God that has been given to us. Whatever we do in this life within the body of Christ, the, the different gifts that have been given to us in the body of Christ, it's all about God's grace. So we don't have to worry about how well we're doing, or how well we're going to function, or or anything like that. We rely, we rest in God's grace. Uh, so many, I think, it's been my experience in, in talking with people and in my own former life when I didn't have such a, 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 the revelation, the understanding of grace that I believe that I have now. It was more of a, I would put grace on the shelf. 
until again until I had sinned. And that was it. That was that was grace for me. But I've realized that every single moment, every breath that I take, every step that I take, everything is it's the result of God's grace and nothing uh, nothing less than God's grace. It's got to be about his grace because I know that according to my own efforts, I, I fall flat on my face. And I think many of us have experienced that, that um, we can't function properly without God's grace. And so why not rely on it 100% of the time? Because that's, you know, God's favor is on us 100% of the time. His grace is for us through everything. We have received the abundance of grace, Paul said. And and you've got a group of people out there who will tell you, you got to watch that grace stuff because they're in this mindset like what you were just talking about, Joel. Uh, grace was kind of put on the shelf until you needed it to cover your sin. Well, there's even better news than that, of course. Grace doesn't cover your sin. Grace took sin away through the blood of Jesus Christ. But people get into that mindset now where too much grace, even though Paul talked about the abundance of grace, which in the Greek actually meant an, an overflowing of grace beyond what is needed. Um, and if you get too much of that stuff, it, it, it's a license to sin. You're going to give people a license to sin. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing in the Bible about that. I mean, the opposite is true when it comes to grace. Grace teaches us to deny ungodliness. Um and I know that sometimes things get mistaught out there on both the freedom side and the legalistic side. But sometimes God's getting blamed for grace. It's causing sin to increase. It was law and commandments and rules and, and uh, all those kinds of things under the first covenant that actually caused more sin. It caused sin to increase. Um, there was a reason for all of that ministry from yesteryear that's now obsolete, but it has nothing to do with New Covenant grace. And so I just wanted to mention that, that sometimes people start pinning grace as, as sort of a bad thing if you get too much of it. Um, and th again, that's just a narrow view of grace and a misunderstanding of grace. Yeah, Paul talked so much about grace. <laughs> he talked a lot about grace. And um, yeah, not once did he ever say that it's a... Uh, it might just, you know, be careful. It might just lead you to uh, to sin. Um, he was like, uh, you know, quite quite the opposite. And a couple of weeks ago, I think we were talking about Ephesians three and how Paul was made a steward of the gospel. And he says, um, of which I became a, a minister. This is, you know, Paul became a minister of the gospel according to the gift of the grace, according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. So grace is power. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's, it's good. Uh, more grace, abundant grace, grace upon grace. That's what we need in the body of Christ. Again, nothing to shy away from. Grace is the power of God. It's the working of God. It's the effectiveness of God in our lives. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and unrighteousness and all of these things. So more grace, more grace. How about some more grace, you know? <laughs> well, you know, he started out almost every letter. It ended almost every letter with, with grace. He never really started out with uh, works and commandments to you from your friend, the <laughs> Apostle Paul. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So if you get anything out of this podcast, it's grace. Grace and more grace. Let's not shy away from grace. 
This has been Growing and Graced with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingandgrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.